Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24. Wall supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Ashley, it's a big day for us. Um, it's a tough day for our guest, but a big day for us. Oh my gosh, big, big day. Gonna be honest, a little nervous for this interview. Are you? Yeah, you know, because I don't know what to expect from this guy anymore. And this guy that I refer to is Clayton. Clayton. Clayton is here with us today. Clayton is joining us today to do uh, a sit down. Uh, we're going to talk to him about everything going on in the show. Um, obviously, um, I, it's been a uh, well, let's let's get his opinion, I guess. I don't want to put words into his mouth. I'm assuming it's been a tough 
couple months, uh, one of the hardest um, rides as a lead I can remember, uh, meaning from really start to finish, it hasn't felt like um, there is a ton of Team Colton or geez, Team Clayton. Ah, we did. switched spots. Gosh dang it. Um, you know, and so I want to talk to him about, I want to hear how he's holding up because that was always important when it comes to a human is, is like, you know, nobody here wants anybody to, um, like hurt. However, no, we want them to learn their lesson. Yeah. But being held accountable is definitely something that's necessary. And so let's hold Clayton accountable for the things he's done throughout the season. And especially the conversation with Susie, we'll get his thoughts here in just a second. Um, Ashley, let's take a break. Let's get a glass of water, come back, and let's talk to Clayton. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila they use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle.
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, Clayton is on the line, Clayton. How do you feel today? You can give us as many words as you need to describe your feelings. Yeah, I mean, I'm, gosh, I mean, woke up with a pounding headache, just stressed out. I'm embarrassed. Uh, I knew that this moment was coming. I'd kind of alluded to it previous weeks. And so, yeah, I'm not exactly shocked by the reactions online, uh, although it, appears that yeah i mean it's heavily people are very much against me and, and favoring her but i totally understand now i totally get what i'm seeing and i think that it's yeah i mean i'm embarrassed i wish that i could have seen her side in that moment um and i i i, I just didn't I, in that moment i i didn't see her side i didn't want to see her side because i knew if i saw her side and accepted it that it was it was that was the end of it right then and there and so I know we'll jump in this and I have a million thoughts already. I'm like, here we go. I'm already starting to ramble, but I just, there's so much that I wish that I would have done differently. And I wish I could have seen her side, but I was, when she dropped that news on me, I just was crushed watching this person that I thought I may get engaged to essentially say, Hey, I'm done and it's over and there's nothing you can do. And that just, my emotions overcame me. And, and that's what everyone saw. But essentially, but essentially you were the one to tell her to leave. I mean, yes and no. I, I know that again, like from what people saw, she, 
she said, you know, Hey, I can't look past this. And then multiple times uh, in that conversation, I asked like, can we work past this? And she just said, you know, no, I can't, I'm not able to. And so at that point, I realized that there's no more reason for us to talk. Like I've tried, I've asked three or four times to work through this. If we can get past this, can we take some time off camera and talk this through? And she said, no, no, I don't think it's going to change anything. And so um, at that point, I felt that there was no reason to keep it going. And that's when I said, listen, I, there's no, I, we're not getting anywhere. My emotions, I knew were getting the best of me. That's why I told him, like, I apologize like my, I, for raising my voice. And I knew that it wasn't productive any longer. It was too emotional. And I had to step away. Unfortunately, this isn't a conversation where you can step away and revisit the next day because it's the show. It's like, once she's gone, it's gone, she's done. And that's it. And I just, I, I knew I was not in a good headspace at that place. And I had to just stop the conversation from continuing. You, you say you're not in a good headspace. Can we go back? Because I think, you know, you just said you woke up with a pounding headache. I'm assuming it wasn't from drinking. Um, I'm assuming it was from distress, the stress, the, um, you know, watching it back and now reliving that moment and now seeing so many people, millions of people watch it last night and have opinions on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can we go back then for everybody to get some clarity on why you got so emotional, like why your inside started to come out, you know, through your mouth in ways that you probably wouldn't have wanted. And now you do look back and say, you know, you regret yeah, it's 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 really as I watched it back last night, I see it now from the outside and I see her side completely. And it's like and to me, I watched it. and I thought, how could you not see that in that moment? And I want to say this again. I just want to be able to provide explanations so people can understand my thought process, because my thought process then is different than my thought process is now. And I accept full accountability for my actions. I'm not trying to make any excuses. I hope no one, I hope everyone understands that. This is just me explaining what I was thinking in that moment. Doesn't mean it was right. But I essentially believed in the process. I stepped in as the bachelor and I said, okay, I'm going to date 30 women and this will be acceptable. You know, this is the only environment where you can kiss a woman in front of 30 other women and they're going to still stick around and, and, and try to be with you the next day. You could never do that in the real world. It would people, you know, no, it's just not feasible. And so you start to think that, okay, things work differently here. So there's a little bit of leeway and there's, it's just, it's not real world applicable because of that. I started to adapt to the environment and I started to say, okay, well, I'm assuming that these women understand how fancy, fancy suites go. I'm assuming they understand I might fall in love with multiple women. So that's just, that's unknown. And what I saw, as we saw last night, is that Susie did not adapt to the environment. She stayed herself, her true self from outside the show versus coming into the show. And I commend her for that. I think that's incredibly respectful. The, the disconnect was I adapted, she didn't. And we were on these two different fields of understanding. And as I look back at it now, from being on the outside of it, that's now I'm like, okay, yeah, her side of it makes complete sense. Why could you not see it? And I just couldn't in that moment because I was very entrenched in that belief that things work differently there. So what would have happened if she had the first fantasy suite and she would have told you, I can't be here any longer if you sleep with anyone else? 
Yeah. You know, it's tough about a what if scenario, because again, what happened happened. And I would like to believe that if she went first and she gave me that ultimatum that I would have sat back and said, okay, you realize if you take for take any more action going forward, that this could be it for you too. I was never faced with the end of the line with us until that point that you saw last night. So I would like to think that when I, if I realized the door was going to either be open or closed from that point forward, de- depending on, based on my actions, that I would have, I would have not been intimate with probably anybody at that point because I wouldn't want to mix it up. But my feelings of falling in love for the woman were already there at that point. They were already there uh, at the beginning of fantasy suites. So if I would have sat and talked to her and said, I'm in love with these other two women as well. And she said, that's a deal breaker. Then it wouldn't have mattered if she went first or third. The only thing that I could have changed is, okay, I cannot be intimate with anybody and protect everyone. And I believe I would have done that, but I, I would have still had the feelings. I started following up these women back in hometowns, maybe even before I didn't tell anybody going into hometowns because Again, I was still trying to make sense of it all and fighting the fact that I was, I'd fallen for multiple women and I didn't want to believe it because I knew it would get messy. And now everyone sees like it did. And I didn't want to, I told myself, I will not fall in love with multiple women. And I fought it and fought it and fought it and held back those emotions and then realized that like those emotions were there. And I did feel that way about those women. So I know it doesn't make sense. And again, people say, you can't fall in love with three women. And it's like, okay, then you won't ever believe me, but I did. And I, I'll, I'll swear, I swear by it. I, you can put a lie detector test on me. Like I did, I, I fell in love with multiple women and I can't take that back. But if she'd have went first, I believe I probably would just not have slept with any of them. Okay. Well, you said in that scene that you loved her the most. When did you start feeling that? Or do you feel like that was just a reaction in the moment? No, I... I started feeling that right around hometowns uh, and right after Uh, things went so great with her family. And again, I compartmentalize these relationships where when I was just with them, I, that's all I saw because I thought that was the right way to approach. It was like, if you want to give this a fair shot, when you're with this woman, you're only with her. There are no other women. You want to pour into that, that person hundred percent. But then once I would step away, I'd realize, okay, wait, so where do I feel? How do I feel? And of course, they weren't all equivalent going into fantasy suites. There were, you know, I had more love for, like I said, Susie than I did for either Gabby or Rachel. But going into fantasy suites, my thought was, is that deal breakers can come up. Um, We might not have any physical intimacy. And if Susie and I happened, if that wouldn't have happened and we would have went into fantasy suites and were intimate and we had no compatibility sexually, then that would have shifted. I would have now been potentially more in love with one of the other two women because physical intimacy is such a critical part of a relationship. I cannot get engaged to somebody if there's no sexual chemistry. It's just, that's just me. Maybe that's not how everybody else is, but for me, that's so critical. If I'm going to get engaged, that has to be there. Let's, um, let's talk a bit. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested, right? Because I've been there. I get mm-hmm. it. Um, people, I, People were really confused when I told two women I love them. Uh, everything was going pretty good for me. Uh, the show, people were watching it, people were into it. And then all of a sudden, I did this thing. And I didn't know how big of a deal it was until it happened. 
I had no prep. I wasn't even nervous about the episode airing. I actually thought everybody'd be like, "Oh, that was that'd be so hard." <laughs> like that's such a tough place for your heart to be at. Instead, I, you know, um I felt some of the pain that I think you're feeling today and some of the confusion. So, for a second here, let's talk about why you decided to say what you did and express those emotions. You've touched on it, but ultimately when you sat down and you made the intentional decision to tell two women at that point or an, and then three that you were in love with them. Why did you think that was a good idea? I mean, I, I didn't think it was a good idea because you don't want to t- tell multiple women that you're in love with them. I mean, just look at it from the standpoint of, I told a woman that I love that I'm the most in love with you, implying I was in love with other women. I mean, in what sense would, again, would you move forward with, when you get engaged to somebody three days later, if you're saying, hey, I'm in love with you, but I'm also in love with other women, it doesn't make sense. Now I see it. I'm like, it does not make sense. But I made it make sense in that moment. I had to let, make it make sense. Because if, again, Susie and I didn't have any physical intimacy, no compatibility, then I will say, okay, well, that's that's no longer, we're not going to work out. So now I need to focus on these other two relationships and who I feel most compatible with. But this goes back to, if I would have withheld those emotions, I did. I did actually withhold those emotions. I was falling for Serene as well. And I had, and when she told me, when I sent her home and she became very upset, she goes, I just want to know, is it because of what I said? And she was talking about, is it because I told you I was in love with you? And is that why you turned shut down? And in that moment, I realized because I had not validated her or given her any explanation or any clue of as to where I stood with her, that everything was invalidated to her at that moment. And she felt that because she opened up, it shut me down. And my fear was going forward. If that happened to her, what happens if these other women start to feel the same way? They don't know where I stand. So how am I going to, what, when am I going to tell them? I'm just going to wait all the way until the final the final week right for engagement and tell someone right there that, Hey, I'm in love with you. I think that's to me, it's like, they need to know you're in love with them before you get engaged. You tell them right then and there the day of it just when, I don't know when is the right time to tell somebody on the, on that shit, on the show, when you're falling in love with them. And I know people say, okay, well, we should just told one person it was, I, I was, I was in love with multiple women. I, I don't. So I felt that I should tell them all at the same time. After, this is after hometowns, that's just the next time I saw him was overnights. And I felt, I was like, this is where you're at. So you need to let these women know as soon as possible. When you told them, because I, I mean, I'm trying to go back into that season of life. Uh, I remember I was telling Ashley yesterday, I remember walking around my hotel room. I was in Jamaica mm-hmm. and um, processing through uh, what I was going to do that week. And there was a moment for me, and I've always said this, the reason I finally decided to do it was exactly what you just said. So I, I, I would agree with you. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just agree with you. Well, I felt like, hey, I want to val. I, I know one of these people are going to be going home at the end of this. Maybe both of them, if it backfires on me here, but at least one of them. And what I want them to know is how important this was for me. Also, I don't want them to leave without knowing that this was real for me. And so the validation in my mind call me right or wrong. And and now, you know, I look back six years and say, I regret saying it. I, I don't regret feeling it. I, and I, I'm not saying I didn't. I just don't think it was the wise thing to do. I don't think it, it was as, it didn't keep things uh, clean. It, it messed stuff up, which I think you're probably experiencing. 
But the validation side of this uh, was exactly why I did it. And so after you said it to them, then, like, let's, you know, the first two at least, um, was there a weight lifted? Like, did you feel like, it, oh, though this was the good decision? Or was there like a hint of already regret in your mind going, I think I might have just messed this whole thing up? In the moment when I told each of the women, the reactions they gave me was, it was exciting. I, I was happy. I could see the joy in their face. I finally know where this guy stands. And I was so happy in that moment to have opened up to them. I, I felt that I'm like, this is great. Now they're not going to put their walls up. We're fully in. They know where I stand. I know where they stand. And it felt right. But as they showed in last night's episode, there was a clip where I just, I said, I, I, I'm realizing I'm going to hurt somebody. Like, and, and I, and I broke down because I, I thought back to that moment as I, I think that was after I was stayed overnight with Gabby. And I realized I was like, it hit me as I was away from the women. And I was sitting there in that interview, it hit me like just a brick wall. I, I realized I'm like, you're in, you're in trouble. Like you're not in a good spot right now. You have two women that you've just experienced overnights with that could see walking out of here, engage with you. And you told them both that you're, you're, that you're in love with them, but someone's going to get hurt. And that was when I realized when I was away from the women that I can't compartmentalize it when I'm with them, I can, but when a second I'm away from them is when it all came flooding in. I was like, you're, you're in deep. You're it's, you're not in a good spot. So then why did you go ahead and say it to Susie? You just felt like you had to like do the full circle. No, I told Susie, because again, while I knew that it wasn't a good spot to be in, I told those women and I, and I, and I, and again, I saw their reactions and I saw that it's like, okay, now they know where I stand. I felt that I was like, I should tell Susie, this is screwed up. It's messed up. I'm in love with multiple women, but I was the most in love with her. And I'm like, I, well, I'm not going to hold back on telling her now just because I told the other two women, like I have to approach this as every, this I'm when I'm with them, I'm with them. And I can't allow what I've done or said to an, within another relationship to impact how I treat that other person when I talked to him. And so I knew it wasn't a, a bad spot, but I thought again that, well, don't hold back, let these women know. And then maybe they will come to understand that like, yeah, he did fall in love with other women, but his heart was in the right place. He just was in a really, really unique once in a lifetime spot. And I can be, well, I'm willing to forgive him and see that like, it's a tough spot to be in. <laughs> Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) 
(laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their products should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. (laughs) Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders. Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. 
Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I think you've answered our question when it comes to why you did what you did. And I mean, I'm out of anybody, I am not one to criticize you for expressing your emotions towards, you know, these women. I, I, I get it. And like, I'll stand behind you on that fully. And I'll say, I understand. And there's been bachelorette leads who've expressed it to more than one person. You're not alone. And and that you felt something for each woman. And was it right or wrong that you told them, you know, that's yet that, that can be argued, right? That, that we, there's multiple people who believe different things. But that's not what, but the love part of this, even though it's getting criticized, which happens, is not the thing that most people are talking about. It's going back to how we started this conversation with how you handled um, the conversation with Susie once you were put on the spot and asked, how do you feel about somebody else and have you slept with them? So let's. Let's start digging into this and getting where you're at again on that, because I think this is this is what everybody is wondering. And I guess I want to start this conversation with after seeing it last night. There's no secret. Clayton, you're you're being labeled and characterized. I mean, your character is in question completely right now by the fans of The Bachelor. How does that feel for you? And what would you say to them as a response to the last, you know, 15 hours since this show aired. Uh, it's tough because I've seen what everyone's saying and they're using some pretty descriptive terms, some pr- pretty heavy hitting terms that I couldn't disagree with more. Um, but I understand that it appears that way. And I, I don't, I don't even want to use the words cause it's not that it couldn't be farther from the truth. But what I can say is this, is that I did not handle it well. I didn't. I, I'm, I mean, it was not handled maturely. I, I raised my voice to her. I became, I was grasping at straws. I was trying to find anything that I could at that point to get her to stay. Like, I just wanted her to give me a chance. And so I went through this, this gauntlet of emotions where at first our conversation was very cordial. At first we were back and forth, no tone, there was no raised tone. We were going back and forth and and having this discussion and working through it about, you know, the third or fourth time that she said, I can't work past this. We stepped aside. She, she got up and she walked out. And then I started to have these really dangerous thoughts. I thought, why does it seem like she's not fighting for this? Why does it seem like she can't even give me a chance like, I didn't know she felt this way. And I understand, like, I just want, I'm wondering why she won't just try to give me a second chance because I wasn't aware of how she felt. And I, w- I, I made assumptions and I wish I wouldn't have. But then I started to think like the way that she's acting with everything else that had happened prior with Sarah playing this game of, you know, trying to t- get the other woman to leave through making up lies. And it was, I don't know for whatever reason she was doing that, but I started to think, okay, go back to realistically. I'm like, these, some of these women came here for the wrong reasons to push their own agenda. So I started having these really dangerous thoughts of being like, well, what happened? What if Susie right now is just trying to get out of this? What if she's just saying whatever she needs to say to leave me so that she could be the next bachelorette? And that was a thought that I had. And when I, when she came outside and I was talking to Jesse, 
that was my thought. And she goes, do you want to go back and talk inside? I said, and I kind of was like, that's when you could see the tone shifted because at that point I started looking at her as if she was playing me the entire time as, as other women had. And so I became, I started to yeah, be in a really dangerous headspace and I questioned her. And that's why I said, I don't know who I'm even looking at anymore. Because in that moment, I really believed at that point that she was just feeding me whatever she needed to, to get out of there so she could be the next bachelorette. I don't, I don't believe that now. I didn't believe it the next day, but I believed it in that moment. And because of that, I allowed my emotions to take over. And I just wasn't at that point. Nothing she said was going to get through to me at that point because I, I, I just convinced myself that you aren't here for me. You never were. But you will admit that what you, the actions that you took, the words that you used were like definition gaslighting, like you totally flipped the situation and made it seem like you were the victim and that she was this person that was like just being horrible to you. I don't agree that I was gaslighting because I, I, I had, I looked that up and it said, you know, gaslighting the definition is trying to convince someone of a different reality than what is actually um, the true reality of the situation. And again, I think I had, but you just kind of admitted that you were making things up in your head, but it wasn't, I think gaslighting in my eyes is something where it's, you have bad intentions. You're trying to manipulate somebody. And I was not at all trying to do that. My reality was in my head at that point, I believed what I believed. I had no bad intentions. I just was voicing my concerns to her at that point and my frustrations and my feelings, but I would not say at all. No, I totally disagree on the gaslighting concept because I was not trying to manipulate her for my benefit at all. I had no intention of doing that. I am not that kind of person. And that does strike a chord with me because that's not me. I not, was not trying to tell her that she was wrong. I was trying to figure out why she couldn't give me another chance, but I wasn't sitting here saying you're wrong. You have the wrong perspective on this and you need to believe my perspective. My whole hope was just, Hey, we got, we're, we're at a disagreement right now, but can we work past this? Can we fight through this? That's all I wanted to do. So your hope was, I mean, if I'm hearing you right, your hope was like your goal ultimately was like to keep her around because you thought there was still something there. Like you still believe that your future could be with Susie. And so you, you were at, you were doing whatever you could as in your words, grasping at straws to try to co convince her to stay when she was committed to leaving um at that point and so how i hear this and tell me if i'm wrong is something happened in this process where your ego got deeply hurt and i get how that can happen too right we've been there but there's something that happened along this journey that maybe we saw or didn't see where now you're feeling like i have to um be on guard for the people trying to leave the show, for the women that aren't in this for the right things and that aren't interested in me. And it felt like, I mean, what I'm hearing is at this moment, your ego got in the way and you were trying to protect everything, especially the fact that you didn't want Susie to walk out. And so Mike, I guess that's one question. Where did that get hurt? And the second is, why weren't you okay with her leaving? Like, ultimately, like, why did it matter? If, if, she, if she wanted to be the next Bachelorette, like, let her go. Let her go do that because you still got two women you're in love with sitting in, in a house somewhere. Yeah. So I, when I hear the, the term ego, I, 
I guess if you want to say I was very much at that point in a very, I had a very timid, I was very just ner- nervous that I had, you know, Sarah play this game with me. I had other women that I had left that, you know, just wasn't shown, but like people that came here just to push their own agenda to, 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 to take for this to be a stepping stone for their, I mean, again, I don't want to sit, to sit here and say all these women came here for me. They didn't even like, no, that's not true at all. And we all know this. So let's call it for what it is. Like the, a lot of people came here for their own personal benefit. And, but there were women that said, okay, Hey, yes, I did. I could, this could be a stepping stone, but I could also fall for this guy. And so there were genuine women that were here to say, Hey, this is possible. But what happened was, is really what it was is the turning point was when I found out, because I had no idea, but when I found out Sarah was lying to the other women and telling them things like, oh, he said after the, our first one-on-one that I was going to be um, at the end of it all with him. He was already constructing his, his hometowns after week one and that he was crying with me. Uh, you know, these were things that I was like, why are you making this up? You're making it seem like you have this extremely strong connection and we, we have a connection, but you're, you're, these women now are all going to leave. And like, they all came to me and like, we thought, thought about leaving at one point. So when I had to have the women come tell me, cause I didn't see that, like Sarah played it well. Then I thought, okay, if she's playing that game, who could still be playing this game? Like she played it all the way up until right before hometowns. I almost took her to hometowns. Therefore I thought, is there anyone else that's still potentially playing me? And yeah, at that point I was freaked out. I was very insecure because just because I, I, everything started to creep in that you're on a show, man. Like you have to understand that people, the show faces criticism for people coming on here to, to become popular, to gain followers and all that. And you came here with the, with the mind, the headspace of you want to fall for somebody and you think it's possible, but now you're, you're, you're wondering if these women feel the same way. And I told myself, no, you have an incredible final four women. That's not the case with them. And I didn't believe it until in that moment when I talked to Susie, it was like all of a sudden that thought crept back in. It came racing in in that moment. Why, to answer your question, why couldn't I just let her go when she said that? I mean, ultimately, I know that I walked her out, quote unquote, but I did let her go at that point. I didn't handle it right. I, I, my tone, my, I raised my tone. I stopped listening and it was immature and I did not handle it correctly, but I did let her go in that moment. And that was what I said, right? As I opened the car door, I said, I believe everything happens for a reason. I don't know why this is supposed to happen, but it did. And so I'm going to move on. And so I did, I did let her go. I just, but I was fighting because again, I saw this person potentially being the woman of my dreams, my future wife. And I was not going to just say, okay, all right, that's how you feel. Well, it was great knowing you and uh, I wish you the best. I was going to fight for it. And I fought for it with every last ounce of fight in my body. doesn't mean I did it the right way, but I, I, I fought all the way till the end. Hmm. Well, you said that Susie, you don't feel like Susie fought for you in that moment. How do you feel about that? That line now? It, it was untrue. It was untrue. I, I, I remember that I, when she walked out, I remember talking to the producers and I said, she was cold. I said, she showed no emotion whatsoever. I, and how do I you said, feel about that now? I was wrong a thousand percent, but because I was so hurt and upset that I even felt as though she gave no emotion from start to finish. And I watch it back now and I'm like, it's clear as day. The emotion was there. She was 
try, like she was torn, but I couldn't see that because I was just trying to do everything in my power to like, see if I could convince her to give me a second chance. And when I couldn't do that, I just looked back at it all. Cause it all I mean, it was, it was probably three hours of conversation. Of course, they can only pack in what they can, but it was a three hour conversation. And I just, at that point, I'm like, man, she, like, she seemed cold, but she, now I watch it back. I'm like, no, she didn't seem cold at all, man. You literally had the wrong perspective. You couldn't even see her perspective then. And yeah, there's a lot of things that I look back now. I'm like, well, what were you thinking? But I was thinking what I'm telling, what I've told you all throughout this entire discussion, I was in that headspace and it wasn't the right headspace as I look back at it now, but I was in that, in that moment, that's the, that's the headspace I was in. Clayton, um, you obviously have a few more weeks left. Um, you know, you've, you've explained, um, the whole situation to us. So as these next weeks go on and as, um, people continue to watch, um, your journey unfold, what, what would you want to say, um, to anybody out there who listens to this, who watches the show, who watched last night, um, people that were really hurt by the conversation that took place, people that are uh, are now saying, you know, we saw a side of Clayton we've never seen before um, or at, up to this point. Is this who he is? Is this the man that we've, you know, has he been hid, hiding in his suit all season up into this point? Just give you the floor to say whatever it is you want to say um, to anybody out there for the, you know, as they watch you the next couple of weeks. I just ask pe- people to have patience and understanding that when I say I followed my heart and I was doing everything that I thought was best, that I, that is exactly what it was. Was it right? No. People are seeing the mistakes I made. People are seeing, I see them. I accept full responsibility. I want people to understand that. Everything that I'm saying in these podcasts right now, as I'm talking to you all, is not an excuse. I'm here because you guys brought me on to talk about it. I'm giving explanations. That does not mean I'm trying to dodge any bit of blame. I take all of the blame, okay? And I want people to understand that. I'm not making any excuses. I'm just providing explanations to let people understand, here's what I thought in that moment. Going forward, again, I take all of it. I'm fully accountable. I am not that person that was shown then. I allowed my emotions to get the best of me with everything going on. And hopefully people will see in the coming weeks that following my heart makes sense. But that's where, again, I have to wait until it's, until it's shown all the way through. People have already shown that they're not going to have that patience. That's fine. People have the right to decide to react sooner or they can wait. And, and I've had a lot of great people reach out to me and say, hey, I see, you know, I see your frustration. People that know me are still in my corner. They know that there's so much more to it. People that don't know me, they see what they see and they make a judgment. I can't fault anybody for that. But I just tell people to see it all the way through, all the way through until the end of the finale and then cast your judgment. Clayton, um, final question for you. Uh, what have you learned since last night? Oh, man. Uh, so much. I learned that the one of the greatest things that I learned was the power of emotion. When you allow that to overcome rationale, I, I see for me personally, I saw that I shut down. 
And I jump to a lot of conclusions that aren't realistic, that weren't the truth. And so I've known this before, but I know now going forward, ever, if I ever get overwhelmed, ever, if I'm ever in a, or overwhelmed, if I'm ever in a situation where I'm ever, ever overwhelmed like that ever again, take a deep breath and, and step aside. Say, I need to take five, like just step away. I, in that moment, did not do that. And I wish I would have just taken a breather and walked outside and said, give me 20 minutes. Like, but I didn't. Um, I also learned again that, you know, my reality is one thing and someone else's reality is another. And, and, and reality, perception is reality. However people perceive it is that's the reality of, of it. I think her and I both I think her and I both, as far as our, and, and, and not in our actions, but in our thoughts and feelings were justified. My actions were indefensible when I, when I started to raise my voice and make and accuse her. But I think that again, I saw that's like, this isn't black and white. As you said earlier, this show this with the show, it's not black and white. It's hard to date 30 women. I'm dating 30 women. They're dating one man. And so there's this major disconnect and you try to come in, into the middle and find the common ground. And I didn't, and, and unfortunately we, that's where we came to a head is when we, I said, how do you not understand this? Like I'm dating 30 women. What's did, there's multiple relationships. What's, how is that hard to believe? And she was you know, saying, how can you fall for multiple people? Like I'm only falling for you. And there was that disconnect. So I, I I've learned a ton because I watch it back now and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, now I'm on the outside of it being like, dude, like you really fell in deep to this and you fully believed and you, you really wanted to just make it work. And so you adapted, you did whatever you could and you, and things were just like you said, things were going great for me. They were going great all up until this point. Other than that, I mean, there was drama with all that with Shane, all that. I wasn't really involved heavily in that because I was building these other connections while all that was occurring. So I thought things were great. I was like, you're, everything's going great. Every, you're doing things the right way. And then it just came, boom, it hit me all at once. And I realized like, this is because of your own actions, what you did, this is now you have to face the repercussions for the situation that you, that you're in. So all of that, just to say, yeah, I mean, I just hope people can understand that I, I didn't have any bad intentions. I wasn't, I was not playing these women. I had genuine connections. I was trying to, to compartmentalize one relationship to the next and really give every one of these women of equal chance until I could figure out who is the best fit for me. And I just, along the way, made decisions that I wish I would have done differently. Clayton, thanks for joining us today, man. Yes. Thank you for, um, we appreciate you being here um, and expressing all of the things that you've been feeling over the past 24 hours plus. Yeah. No matter what, this is not ideal, right? To sit down and have to talk about it. Um, and then have millions of people uh, watch it. But um, we do appreciate you sit down and talking with us today. And uh, um, we wish you the best. Um, we know it won't be easy. We know uh, that criticism is going to come. Um, but we do wish you the best uh, in the following weeks as this season unfolds. So thanks for joining us on the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. 
It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash springfling for details. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 Wall Supplies Last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 